Okay, with Stephen Burkett, uh, he's the producer and main actor of Reverence, the short film, short dance uh, drama that played at the LGBTQ plus uh, film festival. Really interesting film. It's it starts off with like uh like the uh, this this couple hasn't seen each other in a long time. Tension is always there. A dance studio. I drop my daughter off at a dance studio every every Saturday. So for myself personally, I got the vibe. I got the aura of this place, and then. And then someone passes away, they're close to, and then it, all of a sudden it gets into dance. And for some of the audience who doesn't know it's a dance drama, you don't, you're not expecting it. And it's fantastic. And you guys are fantastic in the film. So that's my little summary of your film, Stephen. Uh, like, curious, like, how did the, when the, the film, like, um, it was a, someone, a gentleman named John uh, uh, direct, uh, wrote the film. I'm just curious, like, how it all got started for you. Like, I know it's like an open-ended question, but... How did it all come together for you? Uh, John McCutcheon wrote the film. Yeah. He was he was a dance student of Kim's when he was a kid. Okay, and and uh, he's he's a writer. He's been working on several shows, and he just uh, he's been writing on a new Warner Brothers series called The Penguin. And um, Kim and I were like, God, I really need a reel, you know. And and Kim and I to back up a little, Kim and I met when we were in junior high, so we've been friends since then and she i didn't start dancing till the summer before my senior year in high school oh wow. and she got me she got me started so uh we're all kind of interconnected a little but um uh she was like i need a dance reel and i'm like i do too so we talked to john he was just <laughs> gonna write this little thing for us it was just okay. gonna be you know i don't know five minutes ten minutes and and then the more we worked on it and the more he uh, we read it and we're like, oh, they dance here. And we're like, oh, God, we got to get a choreographer. We got to put a dance number in here. And then we had to find a composer. And and then the time period of when we would be um, going back to this number to reminisce it would be the 80s. So uh, the composer, who's a neighbor of hers, went more 80s style with it, which is what we did. And then the choreographer, Michael Rooney, same thing. So... Um, so just, just kind of the momentum kind of just build up and like it got bigger and bigger and it, it got bigger, and, bigger and they were like, oh God, we have a film. <laughs> so uh, it's a little over 19 minutes and we've just been submitting it and, you know, we're getting in festivals, we're winning a few things here and there and we're, we're having a lot of fun, but the whole process of it took, I don't know, maybe eight months from the time that the script was conceived to the time we finished filming. That's not that's not much time at all in, in, in the usual no. kind of film film world. The film world. So reverence is a is a curtsy or bow and ballet, correct? Yeah, yeah. And and if you're a ballet teacher, you'll call it reverence. You know, reverence. I think it, it's French. Is that how you I've never heard it. Did I say did I say it wrong? Is it reverence? Everybody calls it reverence. It's called reverence with with the accents over the e's. But uh, I didn't know that either. It was something I learned in post. I'm, I'm glad I didn't say something wrong. I don't want to offend uh, the <laughs> film, right? So not at all. Wrong. Okay, I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. Then reverence. So, <laughs> at the end of a, I'm well, end of a, cool. So you guys have known. So you and Rachel. So Rachel directed the film. So you guys know yeah. each other for for a long time, correct? No, Kim, the other Kim, my so co-star, Kim, the co-star within Rachel. Did you got you, you hired a director to direct the film? Yeah, Kim knew Rachel. She had done some work with her okay. uh, periodically through the last several years. And Rachel was like, oh, I really want to direct that because she hadn't direct dance on film yet. 
So it was something new for her. It was something new for the director of photography. Pretty much everybody involved had never done anything other than like straight drama or straight comedy. Gotcha. So it was, it was, it was just a learning experience for all of us. And then I'm assuming that it wasn't like a literal dance studio that you guys shot the film. It was, yeah. We we filmed at the Burbank Dance Academy. Gotcha. And then so you, and you and Kim, how long have you guys known each other for? Uh, since we were <laughs> 13, 14. Okay, so you don't want to, yeah, you don't think. Just a few for, years. For long, but you, you kind of cheated it a little bit because you said it's since the 80s, I guess you did it. 80, 80s, so. yeah. So that's good, yeah. We've known each other, what, 40 years probably. Because because that, that was my there. next question, because when you're watching the film, it's like you can, I don't know, like you guys are great actors, of course, but even the way it was shot, it was like these people, like, even when you, like, when you're as an audience member, you're just like, these people know each other. There's something, there's a history there, like right away, you can sense yeah. it when you're watching the film. Yeah. We, um, uh. We have a lot of history together. We we lost touch a lot like the film. We, we She went to St. Louis, I came to LA and um, she opened a studio. She uh, did a lot of casting and things there and some acting and a lot of dancing. And I came to LA and I got on a dance scholarship and six months later I was on tour. So it all just kind of dominoed. And then it was really about 30 years before we reconnected and we reconnected back in Illinois where we grew up at our dance teacher studio. So let's go through so, the, let's go through the, the, that's, that's amazing. Let's go through the, the piece of the film. So you're before your, your character arrives, there's like, she's a, she's it's established that she's a dance teacher. She, she's teaching these mm -hmm. kids. And then there's a situation, yeah. there's, there's like a, a moment with the, with the crazy mom, which, you know, there is, it's just, it's not, it's not even like overboard is like, I, I, I'm not, I, I, I've experienced <laughs> this, <laughs> uh, this, I'm not a crazy dad, but I've seen it, like I've seen it with other parents, right? Cause they, they believe their oh, kid yeah. is special, right? So. Yeah. It's a typical dance mom, you know, yeah. my kid's six years old or eight or whatever she is in the script. And it's like, why isn't she ready for ABT? You know, yeah. it's like, let her grow into it. It's it's the same way with sports. It's like they yeah. the the parent is is trying to to get their child to basically do something that they didn't get to do. I guess right, like from a professional athlete, from a professional dancer. It's like they want to recreate their their kid their their own little uh, dreams within their child. I guess right. So it's a good little moment in the film. Okay, so then the next part, then the, that little moment happens. So we established the the. Uh, the the character and then you your character shows up and then you have some news to share to her and it's like there's there's a there's a there's a definite connection and a disconnection happening at the same time between your characters yeah we haven't seen any any we haven't seen each other in thir i think 35 years so you know i have had a few drinks i have driven in from palm springs she's in uh the settings orange county for her and um uh, I'm trying to avoid everything, the confrontation. I'm trying to avoid, I'm trying to make light and make fun of things around the studio. And then I finally tell her that um, our uh, choreographer has died. And then that's when you guys go into the, into the studio and you literally do choreography. So 
So then there's there's really mo great moments of acting. You're a professional. Is that your job? Is that your yeah, professional actor? That's what your day job is? Yeah. So to speak. And yes. then and then your mood lighting job is a dancer. My mood lighting is job is whatever pays. <laughs> so, gotcha. Yeah. No, I do I do dance and I sing and I do all kinds of things. So and you said you didn't start dancing until you were in high school? 17. Yeah, because usually people, like you said, it's like people start when they're like six or seven years old. So what yeah. brought, I'm just curious, what brought you to dancing? Like, how did you get, how did you start? You know, I I started playing piano when I was five. The whole family, my whole family plays. So we all started and we, we and so I did that and I did some musical instruments and I sang and, and um, I knew there were three girls that I was really close with in high school and they were like, come to our dance recital. And I'm kind of like, oh. You know, I thought this yeah. is going to be awful. And their finale number they did with their teacher. And it, I started, I, it really got me out of my seat. And afterwards I was mimicking what they were doing and they were all laughing and Kim and, and Crystal were both like, you've got to come take summer session. And I'm like, please, you know, so I did. And my mom laughed. She says, you can't walk. What do you mean dance? You know, cause I was clumsy. And uh, my teacher had studied with uh, Gus Giordano in Chicago and Joe Tremaine in LA. And, and she had a great background and we just hit it off. And she had me at the studio about three nights a week. And it just, it was the, the missing link of the package. And it, it just opened doors. I had good rhythm and she really drilled it in me. And um, my, I had a uncle that lived out here and, um, mom sent him a tape of me dancing and he hooked me up with um, a troupe to go to Japan that fell through. So I had been studying at Tremaine's. I got on scholarship and, and um, all of a sudden there was a notice that Mitzi Gaynor needed dancers for her nightclub act. And I auditioned. I was, I had just turned 19 and a couple months later I was on the road with her. That's amazing. Yeah. It so was, quick. yeah, it was a lot of work, but it was, it's easier than a lot of people had it, you know. I'm I was re really lucky. What, I'm just curious. What was your headspace before you started dancing? Like, where, like, where were you at? Like, in your in your life? Like, where, like, I'm just curious about that. You know, I thought I would end up going to school. I'd do be a piano major, maybe fine arts. I'd end up teaching music somewhere. So that's. I mean, I had always wanted to perform as a kid and, you know, I was always fascinated with movies and film and stage. you know, I grew up on stage. So, you know, that's second nature, but film, I was like, you know, I would watch movie musicals and things when I was a kid. I'm like, I want to do that, but I never knew how it was going to happen or, or when I would get there, but stuff happened. And, but yeah, I was just, I was just a musician. That was kind of my go-to thing where I was comfortable. I could hide at the piano and nobody would look at me, you know? I'm just a basic guy talking, but I'm assuming that that you know rhythm, I guess, because you know music. So I guess that, that gave you a leg up, I guess, with came when it comes to dancing. Yeah, I think so. But there must have been you, some natural ability there. You you like progress so quickly. Yeah, it is, and and you know, I didn't I didn't study the ballet. I mean, she made me take ballet when I was misbehaving and things, and that was my punishment. And I got enough of the basics, but. I didn't get all that technique that a lot of people have. And a lot of men start later in life. You know, they'll start in their teens and some of them start, you know, 20 in their early twenties. And, and um, 
the competition is tough and it's a lot tougher now, but I'm not sure it was as tough back then. Is that because like, I guess, cause it's, it's generated, it's generally for girls, I guess. Like it's like you go to a dance class and it's all girls, I guess. Yeah. Class, I guess. Right. That's how it was back then. There were two of us guys and she had a couple of little boys in, in her other yeah. classes, but you know, as dance shows came along and, and things happened, you know, probably around the eighties, and 90s that's when you know guys start younger now and they're trained and i mean they're i know some male dancers they are phenomenal you just yeah. sit there it's like how do they do it but you know they they fly and leap and twist and <laughs> yeah and, no but it's but it's but at the same time it's like there's less men than there is yeah. women dancers yeah. right and you always need a male I dancer so. i guess right yeah yeah no yeah because it's it's but it's one of those things where like it's just, a, it's a, it, we still live in the gender, you know, even though things have changed and we're like, everybody's trying to be progressive, but, you know, girls go to dance, right? Boys go to yeah. sports. It's like yeah. I mean, general, of course, but that's sort of how kids are raised, right? It is. Yeah. Especially where I grew up in the Midwest, that was kind of the thing. You and know? It's going to be, it's the thing now, I'm assuming, one yeah. would assume too, right? So things have changed, but not that, that much, right? So, yeah. And then and the boy. Even, yeah. No, I was going to say the boy, sometimes even if he want, likes to go to dancing, he probably is sheepish about it because it's not a common thing either, right? Yeah. Yeah, I went through that. It was, it was uh, you know, it was a little tough at first, but, you know, I didn't care. Oh, good. You know, I, haters are going to hate. I do my thing. I really didn't really care what anybody thought, honestly. Well, what's it the secret? How do, you, how do you get that? How did you, how do you get that um, headspace? You know, I think it's the focus on love, the love of what you do, and you're not going to let people, you know, um, rain on your dream. Yeah. Easier said than done, though, but I guess that's the way oh, to yeah. go. Yeah. I loved it. You know, I still I still take class. We, Kim and I both take from Michael Rooney every week, and, you know, there's just a high from it, and, and it's just freeing because you have to be there when you're in dance class. You can't have your mind on your house and your bills and all the other things going on in your life. You have to be present, and it it um, it just frees your soul. You know, whether you're whether you get every step and you slide through it all beautifully. Or if it's a really hard combination, you're like, oh my God, this is really rough tonight. You still feel good afterwards. Because you're training your body to do, like you're training your body to do things that, that are natural now to you, but it's like you're, it's yeah. like a, it's like a reach, it's a training, I guess. Right. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. not so foreign. And the class is 40 and up. So it's a lot of us that have worked and done shows and television and, and, um, video mtv videos and things like that and we've all got stories and it's just we just laugh the the competitiveness is gone it's for fun and it's to stay in shape and it's to make sure you can still do what you need to do if you're going to work so we're doing this podcast the day after the super bowl did you see the the rihanna uh oh yeah show? yeah that was pretty fantastic dancing <laughs> wouldn't you say yeah i don't know if i'd have gotten on one of those platforms but it sure looked great flying through the air you're like God, how did they do that? You know? Yeah, that, that was my next question. Were you like, I guess you'd want a premium rate if you're going to dance on the platform, I guess, right? Oh, yeah, hazard pay. Come on. <laughs> Lots were, of I was told that they had a wire. Like they had, she had, especially she had a wire on her and they her back, right? So she was safe. Yeah, I would, I would assume so. 
but it was yeah. the way the, the director was shooting it that you could like they made sure that you didn't kind of see that those wires i guess right yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like not like the old days when you couldn't hide the wires now they kind of have ways of uh camouflaging them but yeah, I, I mean, I was on that thing. I was like, oh, man, what if it tilts? You know, well, like, you can tell that my wife was even saying at the end, it's like you can tell that it was shaking a little bit. Right. Like the, yeah. the end of the song. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And she's pregnant, too. So right yeah. <laughs> it's fascinating, though. All I the guess. Super Bowl shows are fascinating. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was in Super Bowl. I don't know what number it was. I think it was the Cowboys and the Broncos. And it was at the Rose Bowl. And it was the year that Mickey and Minnie and the whole Disney thing did the uh, Super Bowl show. And I have never felt a rush like that. This is, a seven, this is the 70s, right? 79, 78, 79? It was the late 80s. No, it, was, it wasn't the Cowboys. The, it wasn't the Cowboys then. Yeah, I think it was the Broncos, but I don't I remember. The, who oh, the, I know it was the Giants and Broncos. 87, That's it. 87, That's right? It. January 87, yeah. That's it. And it's such a rush when there's a stadium full of people and you're just kind of like, wow. And thousand people hear right? anything. Yeah, you just dance. I mean, there's hundreds of us out there. That's amazing. So you can say that you're you're a former Super Bowl halftime performer. <laughs> I never even thought of that, but yeah. I never I, I just was I brought it up randomly. I didn't know. You would never you didn't yeah. it's on your bio. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Something you forget to mention, you know. And then 100,000 people are watching because Rose Bowl is about 100,000. But then there's 100 million people watching at home too, right? Yeah. That's and people like, where are you? I'm like, I don't know. I'm somewhere, you know, over there. You know, we all look, we're all dressed alike. You can't really tell, but it sure is fun. That's okay. So let's get to your, get to your film. So then you go into you guys. So when, so who created the choreography for your film? Michael, Michael Rooney, the choreographer. Oh, the one you do the class with. Yeah. And, you know, Michael, you remember Mickey Rooney from with Mickey and Judy Garland. Sure. It's my, Michael is his son. Okay. And Michael is, he calls himself a choreologist. I mean, he's, he's amazing because he read the script and we're like, do you want to do this? And he's like, let me read the script. And he read the script and he was like, God, he said, is this a true story? And I said, I'm sure it is to someone. I said, there are bits and pieces of each of our characters and our parts that are true to each of our, our lives, but it's not complete. And he he choreographs for the acting as well. It's, he just doesn't put steps together. There's you know? a story. Like, he makes a story out of it so that yeah. our, our bodies and our language are telling the story that dialogue isn't. It's like, well, so, it's it's a story of mutual love, right? You guys, like there's a, there's immense love to the person that... Who, who, who's passed away, I guess, right? In your film? Right, yeah. He overdoses. He overdoses, and yeah. And it's also a story about like, oh, there's 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 themes. There's like themes and like layers in your, in your film as well, I guess. In the choreography, I guess, right? Yeah. So and that's what, that's so Mickey Rooney's son does that. So he does the, he's a professional choreographer, professional dance teacher. Oh yeah, he's amazing. He's got a resume a mile long. He just, um, He's brilliant. And so, so then, so then basically, so how much time did you guys spend on doing that? Did you guys do a lot of rehearsal? We had um, six or eight rehearsals on the dance. And then you just went into filming. So how did like, because when you're doing the dance, it's like you're doing a dance film, you, you're, you're going to have to like, it's, you, it's 
it's about energy, consuming your energy because you're doing the same. Depending yeah. on the director, you're doing the same sequences over and over again, and it's not yeah. it's not a show. It's it's a it's a film, right? So they you got yeah. it's sort of like you got to like you can do ten, you you can't dance for ten straight hours, correct? So you have to like find where your energy is, I guess, when you're making the film. We made that clear. We're like, we're in our fifties. We are not going to dance for ten hours. <laughs> we didn't have the studio that long, and we we shot the whole thing really quickly. But I, I think we ran through it. We we did uh, one time through with no 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 music or anything, so that he could record the feet, so they could add the sounds of the feet into the film, the final in post. And I think we danced it full out six or seven times. And then we did little bits and pieces of it that she wanted some pickup shots on. And um, we did that. We went in on, on Friday uh, around five or six o'clock and we were out of there around 10 or 11. And then we were back Saturday at 10 and we were done filming by about five. And Sunday we had like a five or six hour shoot day and it was done. We shot really quickly. No, the, yeah. So she did a good job. She did the picking, giving the conserving your energy and making making sure she got the dance moves i guess right yeah because that part where i fall apart in the middle of the dance and you know you get towards the end where we're both you know kind of rehashing and breaking down i mean that that scene was all sunday morning that and that was exhausting yeah you know, i don't know how long i can keep crying but it kept coming for some reason so i was like let's just roll with it you know yeah well obviously it came from a place i guess right yeah, it did. It it really did. The homework that you have to do and the, you know, the the backstory that you get going in your head, you know, so that you're ready and focused. It it helps a lot. Is that what you do every time you play a role? You 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 create a backstory for yourself? Usually. Sometimes it's so inside of you that you're able to, I'm not gonna say fake it, but that's kind of what I mean, where you're able, it's just in you and it comes out. And other times you're like, I don't really identify this, but I'm going to study it and research and I'm going to find, you know, where I need to go to pull up that emotion to to hit what I need to hit to make it effective. I don't think that's that's just doing your job, I guess. Right. It is. Yeah, it's really it's doing the homework. You're like, why is he upset? You know why? And the script gave us a lot to work with. I mean, his writing was beautiful. Yeah, so, it was. It was it was definitely and she shot it perfectly, too, in a sense where like. There's there's moments where you guys are distant, so she had to shoot it like in, in editing that to make you guys distant. And then there's moments when you're connecting, and then it's yeah. like, but that that arc needs to directorially needs to to merge in the in the yeah. film, right? So and she did a good job with that. And then pace, the pacing and the tone and the editing was good was well done too. Yeah, we were really happy because she didn't like. Let's go ahead. Go ahead. You're done with it and you're like, oh God, I wonder what that was, how it's going to be. And you leave thinking, uh, you know, with live performing, you know, if you hit the mark, you got the feedback right away with film. You're like, oh, oh God, what's this going to look like, you know? And Well, you're the producer of the film. Did you like look at the rushes? Did you look at the coverage that was, that was done? We didn't do any of that. So I was like, so, and Kim and I both produced it together. And I'm like, oh God, I hope we got everything. There were a couple shots we wanted that we didn't get, but we don't miss them now. So we're okay with it. Yeah. That's how filmmaking works. Like you yeah. never get what you want, right? hundred percent. And they're like, oh, we got this shot. And then you're like, okay, where is it? And we can't find it in the footage. And we're like, it's okay. We've got others. 
So it, so it worked. And the overhead was fun because it kind of gave you some flashbacks to how they used to shoot. You know, you'd be on the floor dancing, the camera would be over and, and it, it was a lot of fun. So you're happy with the, the finished product? Yes, very. Have you produced uh, like independent film before this one? This is the first. So this is your first like festival run and like and like getting getting acceptances and yeah, because you're you're submitting yourself. You're sub you're the submitter on Film Freeway, correct? Yes, I am. How's that experience for you? Uh, I, I was I was felt like I was in over my head, and Kim was like, "You're not in over your head." You're learning something new. I'm like, okay, you're right. So I just took a deep breath and so we have questions like when they're, how was it shot? What was it shot with? What program did you use for this and that? That's when I'm like, okay, I got to call the editor. I got to reach out to the director and the director of photography. And, um, and, but you know, it's learning and I really enjoy it. And Film Freeway is incredible. The experience with them has just been great. Some things are, are, are relevant and, and they matter. Some things don't, right? So right. yeah. <laughs> Some of the questions you're like, why are they asking this? You know, like, yeah, exactly. You know, it it doesn't matter. Right. right. So. Do you like the film or not? <laughs> but that's it. That's what it, it's, it's storytelling. It's it's entertainment. It's like yeah. it's either you like it or you don't like it. And that's basically the only thing that matters, right? Yeah. I just have to know enough about the technical stuff that when we do talk back so that I can actually answer them, you know. Gotcha. So then what did you think? So our festival sends you the audience uh, on in the feedback video. What did you think what the, our audience had to say about your film? I cried because it gave me the validation that we, you know, getting into festivals is great, but we haven't had the audience feedback. And this was the first time. And I was the first one to see it. And then I sent it to, to Kim. She was traveling. And then I sent it to the director and you know, Kim called and we talked and we played it over again. And, and uh, I'm going to order a copy of it. I haven't done that yet, but it's listening to what everybody has to say about it. It really opens your eyes to some things you also didn't notice being in the film. So it, I went back and the next time I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah. So it, it uh, everybody was really, uh, really positive reinforcement from everybody on that. And I think at the festivals, it's really great to be in a festival like that when you're actually going to get the feedback. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, that's it so is. good to hear. Yeah, it helps you learn. It really is. And that's because I want to do this again and I want to produce again. I don't know what the next project's going to be yet, but I'm writing some stuff and working with some other people on some things. And and it, it'll be easier the next time. The first time out, you're so afraid that you're going to screw something up that you know, we'll just ruin it all. And um, yeah, it's never, yeah. Um, no, it's, I find it interesting because you, you're obviously, you have, you've had a life and you've had, you've had, you've had a good career so far. And this is the being used to your first independent film. You're not afraid of, of like the, the new world, I guess, right. Of like film freeway and like film festivals and yeah. It's like seeing the, the industry from a different perspective too, I guess, too, right? It completely. And, you know, I study acting at a studio where everybody's working and creating and they're writing web series and they're writing short films and they're writing, you know, long films and just creating stuff. And they're all ages. I mean, they're in their 20s, they're in their 50s and you're just sitting here going, wow. And it really, it's encouraging. 
and we and they're very supportive so you know when i've got questions i ask somebody and they're like oh no we did it like this and blah 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 and you know everybody refers everybody around to people to help and it it just that took away my fear gotcha community yeah the community of it yeah absolutely the the way you describe it too it's like it's kind of like a different it's a new era in a sense where like yeah. before you would like i'm being general of course before you would just wait for the phone call wait for your agent to call you for an audition right so now to get work and to get to get seen now people are kind of doing it themselves because of social media and yeah. technology is there and like you can just do it do it yourself i guess now yeah everybody creates their own content so they can get seen yeah you know, when i first started out there was abc cbs nbc fox and then you had what showtime people, people under 25 are like what is he talking about yeah no no <laughs> at least it was color tv you know come on <laughs> i'm old enough that i had a black and white tv in my bedroom so yeah i get you yeah yeah my first apartment had a black and white tv you know yeah and green carpet you know yeah now there's 300 channels and that's what that's the new generation assumes that everybody has right so yeah. And nothing to watch but know? not even that it's like you can just you can, there's not even channels you just watch it's streaming yeah. right that's yeah. the new world right so yeah i'm learning it's frustrating so I'm like where's my dvr i'm like oh i can go back and watch that anytime you know yeah, exactly well yeah. that, that this is amazing so you said you're you're not finished out my, my my last question was that you're not this is not going to be the first the, the last the first and only film you produce you're gonna keep making other movies yeah I got stories to tell. And it's like, somebody said, do you always want to perform? And I'm like, I love performing, but it's not the end all for me either. It's like, it's finding good stories and bringing them to life. Now, whether that's writing them or producing them or, or acting in them, it doesn't matter. You know, there's, there's material out there and there's people that need to be heard. And I, I'm, a, I'm just really optimistic. Well, that story about how you became a dancer, that's a, that's a movie right there. Right. So it's like the, like it's people are like, I, nobody becomes a dancer in two years, professional dancer in two years, but that's the only unrealistic part about it. But it's, it's what, what happened to you, I guess. Right. It happened. And you know, it, it's like anything when people say, well, at your age, why, how are you still doing this? I said, it's desire. It's attitude and desire. You know, if you want to do something, you don't let people tell you, you can't or not to, you just do it. Yeah. And also, what else are you going to do? This is what you do. This is who you are, right? Yeah. yeah. I can, you know, I get up on my own hamburger stand and get a license and, you know, flip burgers at two in the morning for everybody, you know, even the clubs. But <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> maybe that, like maybe that guy likes that job too, right? So the drunken. I love that. I mean, I think everybody should be out there at two in the morning, you know, when you've been out and you're, you're hungry and there's no food anywhere. It's like, come on. Well, congratulations on the film. I thought I thought it was fantastic. It took you on a different. It took you on a roller coaster, and yeah. you you alluded. It's like the choreography is. There's a story in, in within the choreography. It's like raw emotion and like and like, yeah, the guys. Fantastic film, like on on all levels. So and it's good to see that someone like yourself. We're not going to state your age, but someone you're like yourself who's who was in the Ro- at the Rose Bowl at the Super Bowl in 1987. Yeah, basically uh, the the Rihanna of 1987. Yeah, <laughs> was in, is making made his first uh, independent film. So, yeah, it's fun. Congratulations! It. So, why don't we talk again when you make your next film? Absolutely. All right. Thanks for your time.
Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemizel, Hasenbeck Incorporated.